Food Heals Podcast, episode 269. If you shift your focus from what you're going through in the moment or today or have gone through in the past and change all of that, put all that focus on what you want to create, that's how you create it. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. All right, welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. Today, we're chatting with vision board and manifesting expert, Sarah Centrella. Sarah is the author of the number one bestseller self-help book, Hustle, Believe, Receive, which is an eight-step plan to changing your life and living your dream. She's also known as the premier vision board expert and her follow-up book, Future Boards, How to Make a Vision Board to Manifest Exactly What You Want, came out today. So stay with us to hear all about it. Today's show is brought to you by Organifi's brand new product, the Organifi Glow, which will nourish your skin and help it reclaim its natural radiance. To save 20% off your first order, go to OrganifiShop.com and use the coupon code FOODHEALS at checkout. It's also brought to you by Banish's Vegan Collagen Booster Kit. This kit has collagen-boosting benefits to combat the look of fine lines, dark spots, or acne scars. If you want to save 10% off your first order, go to Banish.com and use the coupon code FOODHEALSNATION. More about my favorite products from Banish and Organifi later in the show, but next up, my interview with Sarah. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. She is a master coach who has worked with professional athletes and thousands of people from around the world, helping them manifest their dreams. She's a workshop leader for well-known brands and a sought-after keynote speaker. Please welcome today's guest, Sarah Centrella. Thank you so much for having me, Allison. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. Thank you. Yes, so am I. You have manifested so much, and I saw you speak on stage. We have lots of mutual friends. We were speaking at Growth Now Movement Live with Justin. And it was just a fabulous experience. And I loved hearing your story. So I'm very excited to share it with Food Heals Nation. Yes. And I'm so excited that we got an opportunity to meet in person. That's rare, as you know. (laughs) Yeah, it was so great to be able to connect and even connect the next day at the Mastermind. So I'm looking forward to our chat today. Yes, I loved the Mastermind. I love getting to know everyone else there who was a speaker and how we all have similar stories, even though we have completely different backgrounds, right? Absolutely. Yes. And there's so much we can learn from each other too. You know, man, if I can get that tidbit from somebody else and avoid having to learn that lesson on my own, I'm so all about it. Yes. I learned so much at the event, even though we come in as speakers and we're like, we're the teachers, but I am constantly learning. And I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I think as a teacher, you're almost learning more, hopefully, as long as you're growing. I have aha moments all the time when I'm coaching someone. I'm like, oh, I needed that today. Ooh. Yes. (laughs) Well, they say that you teach or you write what you most need to learn. And that always resonates with me because anytime I'm writing something or even interviewing someone, I'm learning so much. Absolutely. That's what has our paths constantly growing and us encouraged to be our best self all the time. Yeah. I love it. So your story starts with a text. 
<laughs> it does. The beginning and end of parts of my story start with a text message, yes. Oh my God. Well, I love that. I think it's such an interesting way to get people hooked on the story. So tell Food Heals Nation a little bit about how a text message actually changed your life. Gosh, this was 2008, so coming up on 11 years now. And back in those days, if we can all try and imagine what life used to be like before people actually text messaged, had Facebook, had social media. Um, I was living a fairly sheltered life, I guess, compared to, to what we're living right now. I was married to my high school sweetheart, and we had been together since we were 16 years old. And we had twins that were a year old, and my son was five. And I was living a life I thought I wanted. And we bought the houses and all of that stuff, and we're trying to get through the economic downturn. And one day, made dinner, and he came home. And while he was in the shower, I saw a text message that was on his phone, which part of that was shocking that he even knew how to text because this was back in the day before people did that. (laughs) (laughs) And it revealed essentially that he had been having an ongoing affair and it just blew my world up instantaneously. It was not something that I had ever suspected before, ever even thought of as a possibility. It just had never crossed my mind. And again, back in those days when the only point of reference that we used to have were people that we knew, I didn't know anybody Mm -hmm. who had been through an affair or a divorce or was even a single mom for that matter, you know? So it was just such a traumatic kind of across all levels. It was financially traumatic because we had just lost our home in a foreclosure and bankruptcy and all this stuff. So this was kind of like the icing on the shit cake. I mean, it was just like, it was the absolute bomb explosion. And our marriage and the life I knew ended in five minutes. Like I threw him out of the house. He threw his ring up back at me and that was it. Filed for divorce three days later. So it was like, and just an eruption, you know, going from like sitting down having dinner and an hour later, your whole life is over based on what you knew. So Yeah, it was really traumatic. But I think that was also the catalyst for everything that's happened since for sure. Of course. I mean, I always talk about this on the Food Heals podcast about how our stories are really teachers for ourselves and then teachers for others. And as we're going through them, it's very hard to say this is all happening for a reason. Right, right. This man, you know, but then what happens is when your life changes and it gets so much better and you can see all the beauty that was there and and why there was a reason that you had to leave that relationship. And sometimes it takes something very traumatic to make us leave. But did you have any idea where you, you said you were living in a bubble? You had no idea that this was going on? I had no idea at all. In fact, it's kind of crazy because this is back when the Oprah show, her regular show was on every day. And I was a big Oprah fan. So the only exposure I ever had to self-help people often asked me, you know, like what books have you read or whatever? I was like, it was Oprah. That was it. <laughs> so whenever <laughs> Oprah, Oprah like, yeah. And then whenever she really had self-help people on, I was like, I don't know what you're saying. What's happening? You know, I don't get it. So I was totally <laughs> one of those people. Um, and the day that I found out I had been watching her show and the topic of the show was like, it was basically infidelity, like how to find out if your partner is cheating. And I distinctly remember sitting there folding laundry. Again, I was a stay-at-home mom. I had two babies. So it was like that never-ending chores that you're doing all day long. And so I was sitting there folding laundry and I was I remember being like, oh, damn it. This show's going to suck. I don't need the show. You know, like I was so looking forward to it coming on and I'm like, ah, eh, topics, whatever. So I muted it because I was like, eh, don't need that. And as I was like going through the house and going through my emotions, I remember like looking up and 
it was, they were putting the list on the screen anyway, you know, like their top 10 reasons or whatever. And I gl- they know what they're doing for those people, those housewives that <laughs> put it on you. Yes. <laughs> and I glanced up and the tip they were giving was like, if you can't find their phone or if they turn their phone over or if they're hiding their phone, that's a pretty good sign. And it just mm. went in one and out the other, right? It was just one of those things that just kind of flashed through. And it was the universe telling me, pay attention, right? Like wake up, something is happening. And so I think that was how I knew to look for his phone in the first place at all. It was like second he had gotten in the shower, it was all of a sudden that flashed back through my mind, almost like a reader board. And I was like, oh, wait a second. Where is it? I haven't seen it in a while. And the second I had that thought, like the absolute second, I knew everything. It was like, I knew why it was hidden. Before you even saw the phone. Instantly. Instantly. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things, like, I think the universe is trying to send signals. And looking back, there was like a couple of things, but again, things I would have never known until after the fact, nothing obvious at all. And so that was part of the shock of it all. It's like, wow, how could someone be that good at living a double life, you know? It is shocking. And I can't even imagine because I'm so trusting that this is something that could happen to me because I believe in people so hard until they prove me wrong. And so I understand, like, I haven't been through this, but I understand the trust and the love. Yep. Yeah. And the being completely taken aback. It really shakes you to the core for sure. You find out what you're made of. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So essentially... You see the text message, you are getting a divorce, you are losing everything, you're essentially hitting your rock bottom. What did you do to climb out of that? Yeah, and like I said, it was kind of a combination of everything. So it wasn't even just that piece, it was just every piece of my life that had completely just imploded, which of course made it all much harder. I knew I had to do basic things like move and get a job and all of that kind of stuff. And so as I started kind of that process, the media aftermath process, I also at the same time began to realize that I had an opportunity to create something new, right? I I realized like I can't recreate that life that I had. So if I have to create a new life, what do I want now? Because I just had never thought about it. It never even been something that had ever crossed my mind before. So in a way, it gave me so much freedom to just be able to invent who I wanted to be in the next phase of my life. And that is really the person I am today and the life I'm living today. Yeah, which is such a far cry from where you were. So tell us a little bit about where you are now and how you got there with your future boards. In the beginning, when I got my job and started building my life back up, I and answering that question, like, what do I want? I began to find pictures that kind of matched what I was already kind of daydreaming about or fantasizing about, and then took them and plastered them all over my walls when I first got a job. And so they were really what got me through those tough days in that first really tough year because I just allowed myself to fantasize living the moments that the pictures showed. I was like, if it's a picture of, you know, a hammock in white, I'm on that hammock. <laughs> I know what it feels like. I'm drinking a, you know, my pina colada, like the sun is going down, like all of it. You know, I was living like these alternate little universes. And truly it was the thing that completely saved me because I know now and teach now that if you shift your focus from what you're going through in the moment or today or have gone through in the past and change all of that, put all that focus on what you want to create, that's how you create it. And I had no idea then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just did it because it made me feel good. It <laughs> felt like kind of a respite. And so lo and behold, 
I began manifesting kind of all of it. And I think that first board that I put uh, together in 2009, I've manifested like 95% of it. And about half of it or a little more than half of it came to life within about 18 months. And then it's continued ever since. And I remember from when you were speaking on stage that you didn't know what a vision board or any of those manifestation tools were. You were just doing this organically, right? right? Yeah. And I think that by accident, I kind of stumbled upon why this works so well and what has become future boards, which is what I teach now, because I did it in a way that is kind of almost upside down to what where everyone else is doing it. So it's very much not a vision board in the traditional sense that everyone knows a vision board. It is defining what you want in your mind first, like answering the question, like, what do I want my life to be? What does success look like to me? What does wealth look like to me? All of that, getting really clear on that and then finding pictures that match it so that there isn't a disconnect between the picture you're looking at on the wall and what you are truly driven by and what you truly want, what makes you excited to think about. And that is in a nutshell, some crazy magic. That is what I teach now in future boards and it gets manifesting to happen so accurately. It's pretty freaking spooky to be honest. (laughs) Like I say that I have a, a superpower, which is the ability to predict my future. I've been doing it for 10 years to a freaky detail. (laughs) You know, it's almost, almost a little creepy, but it's crazy how much it works when you first kind of know what you want. And then that visual is just kind of like icing on the cake. It's just the thing that reminds you of, Oh yeah, that day is going to be so great. I can't wait to live that day. What are my kids going to be doing on that beach? And you just kind of go there. And that's what begins the process of manifesting big piece of it anyway. Well, I love this because I've always been a huge fan of writing it down to make it happen. And then our mutual friend, Adam Shively taught me about his, you know, five-year plan where he stated it out loud and declared it to the universe every morning and every night. And then you're doing it with this visual future boarding. So I think that all three are very powerful, but tell me about the process and the power behind the future boarding. Like, what does it look like? Well, it's so interesting that you say that, first of all, real quick, because my first book, which is called Hustle, Believe, Receive, it's the eight-step plan to changing your life and living your dreams. That one came out in 2016 and was just re-released this week in paperback. It's out in paperback right now. Congrats. Thank you. You just hit on three of the steps of the eight steps. So <laughs> you're absolutely right. Like speaking it is so important. It's step number three in the book. It's like you absolutely have to, you have to hear yourself speak these words. You know what I mean? Like you have to hear your mm-hmm. own voice say things like, I will be or I am this person. When you first state something like that, it couldn't be farther from the truth, right? Because you're declaring right, something right. that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but the magic of it is how that ties into writing it down. So go from like speaking it out loud and and writing down a plan and writing down the story of the life that you want and then seeing it, which is really what the visuals are. The board component doesn't come in until step five of the eight steps. So there's a lot of work to do beforehand. You got to check your thoughts beforehand. You know, there's all these different kind of pieces. And those were all the things that I did to change my life. So when I went and sat down to write the book, I was like, okay, what did I do? You know, it was the first thing that I did. How did I follow through after that? And on and on. And so it's, it's kind of the recipe book for how you can live or manifest any dream and or change your life. 
And your brand new book comes out today. Today. Oh my God. Pub day, pub day, pub day. <laughs> Biggest day um, for any author is pub day, which is publication day. And it's a day that has been scarred mm-hmm. into my mind for the last six months as I've been, you know, hustling and all of that stuff waiting for this day. So very, very excited and so excited because it actually got picked up by Target stores nationwide, which is just beyond anything that I had even put on my board yet. So yes, it's very exciting. So tell me about some of the most magical things you've manifested. It sounds like, I mean, you've manifested two books. Now you've manifested this target thing that you didn't even plan on. So what happens when we start manifesting? Like talk about how you can manifest even beyond your wildest dreams. So like, oh, I got this, this, and this that I wanted. And then, oh my God, surprise, the universe had this for me. Like, how do we get to that point? Oh my gosh, there's been so many. For anybody who's interested, I've been kind of logging this process since I very first started back in 2009 on my blog, Thought Stories Life. And I would be putting out these dreams that just seemed so ludicrous. I remember on my first board, I had New York City on there. I had Vegas. Disneyland for the kids, Paris, Venice had like all these Hawaii places I wanted to go and experiences I wanted to live out. And then I had the things that represented kind of what success meant to me or wealth. And at that point I was in the corporate world. So I wanted to kind of like move up that channel. And so I had the car and, you know, all that stuff. And it was, like I said, about 18 months after he left to where a lot of that started coming to life, Hawaii, took my son to a a Ravens game and he had his ultimate dream come true, which was something that was above and beyond. Like you just mentioned when he got to meet Michael Orr on the field before the game. (laughs) So there's been so many, I mean, I've flown on a private jet. I took my kids for three weeks to Italy and we walked across the very bridge that was on my very first board in Venice. And I have a picture of my kids on that bridge and so yeah, it's it has been so life-changing in so many ways. And now it's what I do full-time for the last two and a half years, writing, coaching, and speaking, which is something I couldn't have even conceived of back in the day when I started. And so tell me about, like, for example, manifesting the bridge. You found the bridge in a magazine and you posted it up somewhere, like, or you think about it every day. Like, tell me like what that looks like. Yeah. So when I went and found all the pictures initially and ever since, I've always looked for the specific picture that was already in Mm. my head. So back in the day, kind of the only place you could do that online was Google images. So in my mind, I knew I wanted to ride a gondola down the Grand Canal in Venice. And so, you know, love that. I just got back from Italy. So I'm like all about this. (laughs) So amazing. And so I'm searching that up and and I have a really clear vision of what that's going to feel like and how excited I'm going to be and all that kind of stuff. Right. So it went up being a picture of the bridge of size in Venice. And then in 2016, when I took my kids, we landed in Venice. That was the start of our trip. And I'll never forget the first morning when we're out walking around, we actually walked past the bridge. We walked over the bridge, across it. Mm-hmm. And we all just kind of like stopped and looked at each other. We're like, this looks really familiar. Like, what does this look so familiar? And <laughs> I didn't even realize it. And we all stopped and everyone took their picture and all that stuff. I didn't even realize that it was the exact same picture that had been on my board for at that point, like eight years. Wow. And I've been looking at it like every day for eight years. So manifesting is, that's the part that is like almost spooky crazy because anyone who's been to Venice knows you can wander those streets and you never know where you're going to end up. And so to randomly walk across that bridge and be like, wait, this is, you know, so that's how it has happened for 
the last 10 years, it's like a lot of times it will happen exactly the way that I had thought. And then many times I'll have to, you know, I'll go back to old boards and be like, oh my God, I didn't even realize because in the moment it just feels so natural. It feels like, yes, of course, you know, especially something that you've been thinking about for such a long time. It's been in your space. It's been in your mind. It's, it almost feels like deja vu. You're like, this feels so familiar to me. And then you'll go back and be like, wow, no, it started with a thought like six years ago or whatever, which is crazy. So I know people who have done this and I feel like, oh, this is a little bit too much, but they have taken themselves, this is a lot of work, by the way, taking themselves, Photoshop themselves into the bridge or wherever it is that they want to be into the relationship, into the Taj Mahal, whatever it is. But do you have to do that? Or can you just have the picture of what you want? Okay, tell me about that. People often will ask me that too. I think the most important thing is, and now I teach everybody to find their pictures on Pinterest. So we don't do any magazines, nothing like that, because I don't want you to find just random stuff that isn't something you've already identified that you wanted. The whole Mm. concept behind future boards is custom creating your future life. So you're literally Mm -hmm. sitting down the same way that you would, you know, if you're going to college, you're figuring out how you get your degree, right? It's like everything else we do in life, we just forget to do it about life. So we do it (laughs) on our fitness plan. We do it on how to eat. We sit down and plan it out, right? And that's really what a future board is. It's like, this is what I want in career. This is what I want in wealth and in my body and in my friendships and all that kind of stuff. And so that is another kind of piece of it that makes it so different. But when you're looking for those pictures that are kind of matching what's in your mind, I tell people to go on Pinterest to find them. And I do want them to search for like a woman doing XYZ or a man doing XYZ or a family. So you do want people for the most part in those pictures, but they definitely don't have to be you because your brain is already trained. Your brain already knows because you've created the movie already in your head. Okay. Should it be someone that looks a little bit like you, like just so that your brain isn't like, well, that person looks nothing like me. So therefore this will never happen. Or like, does that matter? No, I think what matters the most is that it's an experience you actually want to live out. So for instance, if you want to go to Paris, let's say, and in your, I was going <laughs> to ask you about how you manifest in Paris. Oh, Paris is amazing. Okay. I just went for Christmas. This was my first time. It was amazing. So in my mind, Paris meant sitting outside at a cafe having either a glass of wine or champagne and like a croissant or something. Right. So I had like this whole like table set up even in my mind, right. It was a total moment. (laughs) And then as I'm having like this great meal with this great beverage, I'm just casually gazing up and voila, there's the Eiffel tower. Right. So that's a really specific kind of moment. It was a moment that was already in my head. It was a moment that made me excited to think about, In that moment, I knew I'd probably have my notebook, I'd be writing, I'd have my camera, I'd be taking pictures, I would be living, you know what I mean? Just Mm. living. And I would be looking up every so often seeing the Eiffel Tower and just being like, how is this my life right now? Like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. So then if I had been flipping through a magazine and found a picture of a random Eiffel Tower somewhere, it does not conjure up all of that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's what is most important. So it doesn't matter who this woman is in a picture that shows a cafe and the Eiffel Tower in a distance. That part is not important because my brain knows what it's going to feel like, what it's going to look like, how my skin is going to be like on fire because it's one of those moments where you're just like, I feel so alive, right? So my brain knows that because I've already gone there first. And so then the crazy thing is that this last Christmas did actually go to Paris and on Christmas Eve, the very first thing I did Let's go to a cafe, have dinner, have a glass of wine. <laughs> and the whole time was looking up at the 
Eiffel Tower. It's pretty amazing. And you have a blog post about this at sarahcentrella.com if anyone wants to read more into this, because that was one of my questions, because I thought it was just a really beautiful example of a manifestation that any of us can do. All right, Food Heals Nation, by now you know that I love traveling with my Organifi Green Juice Packs. They're convenient, they're easy to use, they're full of detoxifying herbs, which is perfect when you're on the go. They were great in Italy, they were great in France. I always had nutrition when I needed it. And you also know that I'm a little obsessed with ending my day with the Organifi Gold. This helps me sleep and really detoxify while I dream. And most recently, I discovered their brand new product. It's the Organifi Glow that just launched in June, and I'm really excited to share more about it with you. With Organifi Glow, you can build collagen naturally using nature's most potent superfoods. I know collagen is like in everything these days. It's super trendy. It's all over Instagram. But the problem is, for me, it's almost never vegan. So thank God Organifi's product is vegan, it's organic, it's gluten-free, soy-free, totally keto-friendly, and it tastes like a refreshing raspberry lemonade, which is just perfect for summer. It's loaded with hydrating aloe vera, rose hips, which is a potent antioxidant, which is high in vitamin C. It's got tremella mushroom. It's got bamboo silica, which is really necessary for collagen formation. It's got DNA-repairing alma. It's got so much more, Food Heals Nation. Just check it out. Are you ready to nourish your skin and reclaim its natural radiance? If so, Organifi has a special offer just for Food Heals Nation listeners. Go to Organifi.com, use the coupon code FOODHEALS, and get 20% off your first order. And once you've done that to heal your insides, you can also try healing your outside with some amazing skincare products by Banish, who also have a collagen, vegan collagen product. So in addition to the Organifi Glow, you can check out Banish's Collagen Booster Kit. This kit has the collagen boosting benefits to combat the look of fine lines, dark spots, or acne scars without any chemicals or animal products. Thank you, Daisy. She's the amazing founder of Banish. And this kit contains the Banisher. What the Banisher does is it really increases the absorption of your skincare products by tenfold. So it stimulates collagen renewal. So that helps battle those fine lines, dark spots, or acne scars. And then there's a vitamin C cream that comes in the kit. This is like a really light cream. It's plant-based and it leaves your skin feeling fresh and clear and really radiant. It absorbs quickly. It's not greasy. It's really ideal for just your day-to-day moisturizer. The cream absorbs quickly, it's got a non-greasy finish, and it's just ideal for your day-to-day moisturizer kind of under your makeup. And all Banish products, of course, are all natural, vegan, cruelty-free, and made fresh to order. That means when you order it, it is made for you. So it's very fresh, which is very rare in the skincare industry, right? And there's a 30-day money-back guarantee policy if you decide it's not for you. So go to Banish.com, use the coupon code FOODHEALSNATION, and you'll get $10 off your first order for a limited time. So check it out now. We can't wait to hear what you think. All right, now back to our interview with Sarah. You are listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. So Sarah, take me through the process. Like, okay, how much time a day do I need to dedicate to this? Do I need to spend hours a day staring at my vision boards? Like, tell me about that. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. But you do have to have it someplace that's in your space that you will... 
that it will just be around you at some point of the day. So like back when I had a corporate job in an office, I always had at least one board. I now have several, but I would have kind of my core board right behind my laptop at my office because I spent most of my time there. And because here's the thing, we tend to space off a lot during the day, right? And so while I'd be on the phone, I'd be spacing off, I'd be, my mind would already be like creating a moment because I glanced at the picture. So that is super effective. If anyone has an office space and they're in one, that's a great place to put it. Right now, I have an entire wall in my bedroom. (laughs) So if you watch any of my videos or anything on Instagram or Facebook, most of the time I'm filming in front of my future board wall. So in the center is my core board, the board I've had since day one. It's falling apart, but it's kind of the core board Mm -hmm. I teach everyone to build. And then beyond that, I've kind of built one that's career specific, one that's travel specific, stuff like that. So it's in my space. I would say that how often do I actually look at it? to be honest, really only when I'm having a really bad day. (laughs) So, you know, on the day when every door has been slammed in your face, when no one's responding, when, you know, the haters are in force or when something you've been working your ass off falls through those days when I just want to be like, why the fuck am I putting myself through this? Those are the days when I'll look at it because I'll say, this is why Sarah, this is why. Because if you don't give up, this is what's coming. This is what's lined up for you. This is what is in your bank account waiting to happen. Like you're cashing in on this every day in not Mm -hmm. like necessarily a monetary sense, but in a sense of the energy you've already put out. I've already have that created. It's already in process. It's happening. So why would I turn my back on that now? It doesn't make sense. So, but there are those days, you know, and it's, that is probably the one time that I do. I'll sit, go sit, just be like get back in it, you know, just be like, kind of slap myself in the face a little bit. (laughs) But other than that, no, I don't think there's anything like mystical, you don't have to pray to it, you don't have to do anything. Because here's the thing, you've done all the real work before you ever got to put a picture on a board. That's the real work. You've written out what you want. You've identified what you want. You've learned how to train your brain to go there as a happy resting place throughout the day. So it builds all Mm -hmm. the time, you're surrounding yourself with it in various ways all day long. So that is just, it really is kind of the the final step you took to show the universe, yeah, I'm, I'm in it enough to take this final step, put it on my wall, let people come over and, you know, you feel a little naked the first time you put one up, but hey, it's part of the process. Absolutely. And there's no shame in having everything you want on your walls. Like I feel like people might be worried about what happens when people come over. We'll do it in your closet if that's your problem. But honestly, put it in your bedroom. I've got little vision boards everywhere. And now I'm thinking of putting some in the podcast studio because like this is where I work and I don't actually have any in here. Yeah, absolutely. And especially ones that are related to what you're building from a business standpoint or career for sure. But here's what I always say too. If you're too embarrassed to put a picture of what you want on your wall, how are you ever going to live it? You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's a good like, point. are you going to be embarrassed the day that you like are flying on the private jet that was once on your wall? No. <laughs> who's going to be laughing now? I hope you not. know, like who's laughing now? <laughs> so I almost feel like that's kind of the final test that the universe kind of puts you through to be like, are you serious? Because if you're serious, I'm out working on it for you. But you're not even serious enough to put it in your home, put it in your space, put it in your aura. Then, like, why am I going to bust my back trying to make all this happen? <laughs> you know. And 
Sarah, did you have to go through a period? Because I know a lot of people, this sounds dreamy and anyone can do it, but did you have to go through a period of getting over, well, I'm not good enough for this dream, or I can't have it because there's not enough to go around, or all of those like misbeliefs we tell ourselves? And how did you overcome those? That's a really good point. I go into that a lot more in the new book, Future Boards, because I definitely realized in the last couple of years coaching people and doing workshops, how much those beliefs I call them blockers. So they're Mm -hmm. total blocks to your dream. You put it out into the world, you make your board, you think about it, you do all the proactive stuff you're supposed to be doing. And then the universe brings it to you and we throw up a block. We're like, oh, but I'm not really worried. I'm going to sabotage it in some way, or I'm not going to pay attention, or I'm not going to take that opportunity, even though I know it's the blessing in disguise that I need or whatever, you know? And so, yeah, I've dealt with all of them over time. I think a lack mindset was probably the hardest for me. And it's still one that I daily work to change because I grew up very poor and then have been through such dramatic, you know, financial swings and stuff over my life that I was creating. A lot of that was based on a lack mindset. So whenever I'd be really successful and doing really well, I would start to put those thoughts into the universe and boom, the cycle would start over. And so a lot of that is recognizing that those patterns exist and that we play a big part in them and we're not victims of our own life. We're creating those situations. And then once we do understand, it doesn't serve me anymore. So if that's the case, I better start putting out into the universe what I want instead of focusing on all the ways things can go wrong for me. So the more you put out the outcome you want, the more that becomes your belief system and starts overriding those old beliefs. And I just want to overstress that this comes from a person, like you said, like you did not grow up wealthy. And then when you were literally divorcing your husband, you had lost your home to foreclosure, you were losing your money, you had children, and you have completely transformed that reality. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I've been through so many days in my life where like there wasn't $5, (laughs) like legit. And the first like couple years was really, really hard. I was barely making ends meet. I was on food stamps. I was, you know, it was really, really difficult. And I've been through kind of many ups and downs throughout my lifetime. But this kind of what I'm teaching and what I've learned over the last 10 years is the first time in my life where I realized I had power and control over so much of that that I never thought I did before. And so once I started realizing that, then it was a matter of, how do I guide it? Right. And how do I create what I want and trust my instincts and trust my gut and do hustle? You know, it's a lot of hustle. So all the stuff that I've manifested has not been me sitting home on my ass. Right. (laughs) I will just say that (laughs) there has been none of that. So we have to hustle, believe in order to receive. Absolutely. And then you think about it, think about anyone, you know, that's successful, anyone, it could be an athlete, be a business owner, an actor, it doesn't matter. And even people that we don't know, people that we follow, I promise you they work harder than you and not you personally, obviously, but you know, like they work harder than the normal human by like five times. So no Mm. one gets to where they want to get to or what they're working on by sitting around and just, you know, hoping and praying. Gotcha. So your book comes out today, Future Boards, how to make a vision board to manifest exactly what you want. So tell us where everyone can find your book online and the special target promotion that's going on. I know. I'm so excited to share this with your listeners because you guys are really the first to hear about it. So it is in Target stores starting today, and it was actually chosen by Target to be a featured title 
for this whole week. So we have seven days of the launch week and they shot a little promo video with me. And so any of the target stores that have the wall of TVs, the promo section, it will run every 20 minutes in those stores for this week. And so what I'm doing, and I want to extend this to all of your listeners as well, is if you go to target this week, and I know you probably will, right? Um, I'm at Target grab, all the time. Let's right? Be honest. Exactly. Honestly, my book is probably the cheapest thing anyone's going to buy at Target. It's like oh 16 my bucks. Oh, I'm going to do that, right? Target, so I'll be there. <laughs> exactly. So yes, go to Target, take a pic or a video of you in the store with my book. And if the video is playing, capture that if you can, because that's super exciting. And then post it and tag me, Sarah Centrella, on any social media and use the hashtag futureboards because that's actually the title of the book, titled hashtag futureboards. And then I'm going to be picking daily winners through the whole week from those posts. And you could win free coaching, my courses, autographed books. I'm just going to go crazy. I'm giving away the farm next week. <laughs> so fun. So I'm so excited. Yes. Well, thank you for that. And just take us out with how everyone can find you online, work with you, take your courses, all that good stuff. Absolutely. So everything you need to know about me and way more is at sarahcentrella.com. Amazing. And you can read her whole story there and it's really impactful. It gave me chills when I read it and I had already seen her tell it online. So I got chills the first time and the second time (laughs) and now the third time doing this interview. So you will get chills because it is hitting rock bottom and coming out of it with grace and ease. Real life example. Like literally if I can do it, anyone can. That's the truth. Yeah, I agree with you. I really love that. Well, thank you, Sarah, so much for being here. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Allison. I'm so excited and can't wait to connect with your listeners as well. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.